0: The Vermont Conversation with David Goodman is brought to you by Vermont Businesses for Social Responsibility and by Vermont Student Assistance Corporation, Green Mountain Power, Concept2, Norwich Solar Technologies, The Alchemist Brewery, Let's Grow Kids, UVM Medical Center, and nearly 700 business members of Vermont Businesses for Social Responsibility who believe that sustainable business practices value people, planet, and profit. Welcome back to the Vermont Conversation. I'm David Goodman. We're spending the hour this week talking about how the coronavirus pandemic is impacting immigrant and undocumented people, both nationally and here in Vermont. This half hour, we're going to look at the situation in Vermont. Undocumented workers on Vermont's farms have been hit with a double crisis. The coronavirus pandemic and the collapse in prices of dairy products that has led to widespread layoffs on the farms and the farms are scaling back their operations. And of course, they live under constant threat from ICE, uh, from deportation. Here to talk about this, we're joined by Marisa Canedo. She works for Migrant Justice as a coordinator for the Helpline and the Milk with Dignity program and Thelma Gomez, who had worked at dairy farms and is now a Migrant Justice Organizer in Addison County. Uh, Marita and Thelma, welcome to both of you uh, to the Vermont Conversation.
1: Thank you, David.
0: What is the situation right now for undocumented people in Vermont?
1: Yeah, thank you. So uh, what we're hearing from the community is this fear about Farms closing and people um, losing their jobs which means losing your job means also losing your housing situation. Also the fear of getting sick and not having access to health care but also to basic days or uh, being able to maintain their jobs. Um, so that's the fear um, and we've been working in support to the community because, as you might know, or uh, we've been in the middle of a campaign to expand the milk Energy program. Which was calling into Hannaford Supermarket to join this program, and the community seen the importance of being part of a program like this because it covers sick days, and also there is no reason for uh, fire farm workers without just cost. And this is really important when the community can feel protected, but also empowered to talk to their employers uh, when there are issues in the farm. So the the main thing right now was access to healthcare and access to food we've been able to collaborate with other organizations to be able to give these um, resources to the community, not in the biggest way, but in just a small scale. Also talking about working on the legislation, because as we know, there are stimulus for people uh, that the government is giving, but has leaving behind uh, the undocumented community. And it's the irony of being called essential workers, but at the same time not being taken into account and as one of our leaders, Olga, said, you know, we might not be USA citizens, but we are Vermonters and we are here sustaining the industry. So we should be taken into account. Um, so besides the fears of the community uh, that I just shared, the community is really thinking through, you know, what things we have already in place and how this pandemic is really showing more um, the problems that the community has been facing always. And I'm going to just pass it to Thelma so she can share more um, of individual stories and also the work as an organizer of how uh, the COVID has impacted.
0: Okay, thanks. Thank Thelma Gomez. Hola todos. Mi nombre es
2: Selma, Soy organizadora
1: Justicia Migrante. Hello, everybody. My name is Thelma. I'm an organizer with Migrant Justice
2: y y con lo que tú compartitas Marisa, el, sí, eh, bueno, el trabajo como organizador obviamente ha cambiado mucho, no estamos saliendo a, a hacer visitas al campo, mi trabajo es organizadora de, de del campo, no film organizer, entonces ahorita por la pandemia no podemos, pero el trabajo que estamos haciendo es seguir llamando a compañeros, porque eh, obviamente los problemas que tenemos en la comunidad no nacieron con la pandemia,
1: So as a field organizer, this pandemic has limited our work in the way that we cannot keep visiting farms. I'm a field organizer, and I have to stop going to farms uh, just to take care of the people and myself. However, what we've been doing is been calling and keeping touch with the community because we know that the problems that we face are not new, and they didn't come with COVID. It's not a problem with the pandemic. It's a more systematic problem.
0: Um, I'd like to ask Thelma. I know that Thelma herself was a farm worker uh, before she became an organizer. And uh, what is her story? What brought her to Vermont? And and if she could tell us uh, some of the work that she was doing on the farm.
2: Se está... Me está
1: de cómo fue a So, my story is very similar to many workers here. I came when I was 16 and I got into a dairy farm where the conditions weren't really good. Uh, So I went uh, through some uh, wages stolen um, and also the housing. It, It wasn't in good condition
2: muchas horas de trabajo más de 12 horas de trabajo en día.
1: I have long shifts. I was working more than twelve hours a day. Um,
2: y después de que empecé a conocer a Justicia Migrante y, y quise eh, volverme una líder de mi comunidad porque la realidad es que muchos trabajadores pasamos por esto y sabemos que tenemos que tomar decisiones.
1: the organization, I wanted to get involved and become a leader because I knew that the only way to face these problems was organizing and talking to other workers that were facing the same situation. And the only way to stop this was to get in together and really find solutions.
0: Uh,
2: Marita,
0: let me ask you, have uh, farm workers... Uh, lost their jobs now, and, and what is happening to them? Are they losing their homes when they lose their jobs?
1: Yes. Uh, so, what has happening is that co ops have decided to pay farmers only for 85% of the production. So, there has been a reduction of um, buying the milk, which has caused more pressure, economic pressure, into farmers that are already struggling. We know some farms have closed, and at least a family that we know uh, directly had to move out of the state, and that brings a lot of issues because you are ha- you're having people moving from state to state um, in, a, in a time that where where is a pandemic and a lockdown, and people should stay home, but this is not a possibility because housing is provided by your job. So people work where they live, and they live where they work, and when you lose your job, you lose your housing situation. There are other cases of people uh, that have reduced hours, which means um, their salary goes uh, down, and also people that have lost their jobs and housing, and they are getting support maybe from some family members, and as I said, you know, the networks that we've been collaborating with uh, that are giving direct support to some of these people.
0: Do you know if any um, undocumented workers have caught uh, coronavirus?
1: Fortunately, uh, all the people that got tested uh, had tested negative. Um, There are other concerns about um, the shortage of masks, protective masks and gloves that are used in dairy for everyday work uh, because there is a shortage people might get sick from other things uh, with respiratory problems for the lack of this protective gear.
0: Um, Governor Scott recently uh, announced that uh, a plan to provide forty million dollars in aid for struggling farms, but uh, there's no money uh, earmarked for farm workers. What is talk about what you are calling for here in Vermont in terms of uh, emergency aid for farm workers?
1: Yes, yeah, so well we're calling for a resolution that the state has the power, to share this uh, stimulus with uh, the undocumented population. And we are saying not only with undocumented farm workers, but we know that there is um, more people that are undocumented outside of the dairy farms that will benefit from this uh, stimulus. So we're asking uh, the state to really put into place um, that people und- that are undocumented in the state should receive a stimulus and also their kids, very similar what the federal uh, has done without taking us into account. And we're talking into um, really bringing this um, and changing what was proposed lately, that it said that only farm workers will benefit, know their kids. Um, and I think farm workers are saying, no, we don't want that. We, we want this for everybody.
0: What would happen if there were not migrant farm workers in Vermont?
1: That's a really good
0: form, question. Uh, so yeah, I mean, could I think the farms
1: survive? The industry will collapse. It's interesting that Vermont is not the biggest dairy state in the country, but dairy is the biggest um, industry in, in the state. So on that, we know that the demographics have changed in the last twelve to fifteen years, and we know that the migrant community is sustaining the industry. So even though um, they're still invisible and essential, but disposable possible, uh, they are sustaining the industry. So without this population, I think uh, Vermont Dairy will die.
0: And talk about just sort of the basics of survival for undocumented people in Vermont. How do you, for example, get health care?
1: to respond responder a eso, que <inaudible> como hay acceso a la salud, por ejemplo, para la comunidad.
2: Bueno pero nosotros no tenemos acceso para la salud
1: aquí en Roma. The undocumented community doesn't have access to health care. There are some clinics and some programs uh, that might help connect uh, with clinics but no health care coverage. And some populations, you know, some people have uh, are afraid to go to the doctor because we think that Sometimes ICE or uh, Border Patrol can be waiting outside.
0: And has that, in fact, happened? That uh, that ICE has picked up people mm-hmm. at healthcare facilities.
1: Yes, we we saw that that a person went to the dentist and uh, immigration enforcement was waiting outside, and that person got
2: arrested. Mm.
0: Um, Let me ask Thelma. uh, Thelma Gomez is an organizer with Migrant Justice. um, Do you have a daily fear that you will be picked up by ICE? Ah, yo creo
2: que creo que toda mi comunidad tiene miedo. Creo que toda mi comunidad, las comunidades que viven a Aterrorizadas y, y perseguidas por ahí, tienen miedo y por eso es que estamos luchando todo, todo el tiempo porque el miedo no solo nos va a defender, pero también nos va a hacer luchar contra de ese, de ese sistema que nos oprime que también
1: nos persigue. So yes, not only me, but all my community and all the people that are undocumented are afraid of this. But is this fear? that it's not going to stop us. We need to keep fighting. That's why we are fighting, because it's to fight this system that is oppressing us and also criminalizing us.
0: Um, Marita, what do you want Vermonters to understand about people who are undocumented and living in Vermont?
1: Um, I'm just going to quote Olga, um, what she said, you know, what we want Vermonters to understand is that we are human beings and regardless of our skin color, or regardless of our immigration status, we live here. We have families here. We are bringing the food to your table to so take us into account. Don't just clap to us or call us essential and, and use this in the time of crisis to say that you're doing a good job uh, as a liberal state. You know, Take us into account of human beings that deserve the right to walk freely, to go to the store, to get food security, to get access to healthcare, but also that we are smart enough to bring this analysis to an industry that is struggling and that we have created a solution where we bring economic justice and redistribution of money. When we hear that the supermarkets and this pandemic are really profiting and Increasing their earnings, but the workers are not actually—they are losing their jobs. Um, we really need to bring that into attention. Like, where is the money, and how it should be redistributed? And workers are really thinking about this and created a solution. So, we want Bermontes to see that uh, we are workers sustaining in the industry, but also as human beings, we have all the analysis of the economy and the industry.
0: Now. Um You, Marita, you work with the Milk with Dignity campaign and that won a notable victory after years of struggle with Ben and Jerry's recently. Um, Explain what Milk with Dignity is and explain why you're protesting at Hannaford's.
1: Sure. So Milk with Dignity is the solution I was talking about. Farm workers have created a program based in a model that's called workers' social responsibility, where workers define what is important and needed as the experts in their workplace. This model comes from the CIW in Florida in the tomato industry. They have a successful program, it's the Fair Food Program. So the Milk program basically uh, brings corporations uh, to be responsible for the people in their supply chain. That means connecting their links on a supply chain because we know that corporations are the ones that define the prices of milk, the price of the market, and they have the power to get rich and not really take into account or not even seeing themselves um, linked to the agricultural workers. So with this program and this success with Ben & Jerry's after campaigning, we have achieved 100% of uh, Ben & Jerry's supply chain to be part of this program. And we can see the changes are real. People are calling and dealing with problems that they won't deal or they won't even talk before the program. And I can say like stolen wages, schedules, Uh, there is no more fear of retaliation so people can really organize and talk to their employers, to their managers. Um, Also, the first time we hear uh, women bringing up cases of sexual harassment without any fear of retaliation and... Managers really taking into account and bringing real solutions on place. Um, so it's really the program uh, has created a system that we know the whole system has failed to this community. And now this program is really bringing justice, but also it's a win-win-win. Ben & Jerry's is gaining a product that is not bringing um, sexual abuses or modern slavery or even you know labor violence. Uh, Ben & Jerry's can say that their ice cream is really bringing um, the cream of the cream. Then farmers get a premium from Ben & Jerry's because that's the responsibility of the companies to pay a premium to the farmers that are part of this program. Um, So that brings, you know, uh, economic relief when we know that the industry is being struggling for years. And this premium has to be used to compliance with the code of conduct that the workers have created. So the workers really are protected, but not only that, they are empowered to really bring their expertise um, on the workplace. The campaign with Hannaford is um, what we have planned for expanding this program. Ben and Jerry's has been the pioneer signing this agreement, but we need more, right? Um, We are right now covering 20% of the Vermont dairy, and we want more because we see this as success. And Hannaford made sense because um, they are sourcing from farms in Vermont, but also in the North Region, and we see a need. As I said, um, they are increasing their profits. We know that uh, they are selling more, and they have the power to really bring their Hanaford brand milk uh, to be part of this program and change the life of workers, but also the life in the industry. And really bring uh, economic relief to the farmers that right now with the pandemic are struggling more.
0: Okay, well, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, Marita Canedo and Thelma Gomez, I want to thank you very much for joining us this week on the Vermont Conversation.
1: Thank you very much, David.
0: Um, okay. All right. Uh, Marita Canedo uh, is the coordinator for the Helpline and Milk with Dignity program at Migrant Justice, and Thelma Gomez is an organizer in Addison County. That does it for this week's Vermont Conversation. You can hear this in all Vermont Conversations at vermontconversation.com. And uh, tune in next Wednesday at 1 for another Vermont Conversation. I'm David Goodman. Thanks so much for listening. The Vermont Conversation with David Goodman. This special feature from Vermont Businesses for Social Responsibility is underwritten in part by Vermont Student Assistance Corporation. VSAC helps students of all ages save, plan, and pay for college and career training with education and career planning services, need-based grants, scholarships, low-cost education loans, and Vermont's official 529 college savings plan. Norwich Solar Technologies providing complete clean energy services to Vermont schools, towns, nonprofits and businesses. Green Mountain Power delivering clean, cost-effective and highly reliable power to customers and offering cutting-edge products and services to reduce costs and carbon. The Alchemist Brewery of Waterbury and Stowe, proud B Corp using the power of business to support a clean environment and economic opportunity for all. UVM Medical Center, Burlington, Vermont, the heart and science of medicine. Let's Grow Kids, a statewide campaign about the need for more high quality, affordable childcare in Vermont to better support our children, families, communities, and economy. Concept 2, designers and manufacturers of Concept 2 rowing oars, indoor rower, ski erg, and bike erg, and proud to support nonprofit groups such as the Green Mountain Club and nearly 700 business members of Vermont Businesses for Social Responsibility who believe that sustainable business practices value people, planet, and profit.